Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Making Work Fun podcast with Maria and Natasha, two working professionals turned life coaches. I'm Maria, and I have worked in economic consulting for more than 14 years. And I'm Natasha. I have over a decade of work experience in human resources. Through our 25 plus years of combined corporate experience, we have learned a lot about work. And through our work as life coaches, we've learned how to make work fun. Whether you work for someone else, run your own business, or do anything else that you call your work, this podcast will teach you how to make your work fun too. Without giving in to the productivity hustle. So let's dive right in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Making Work Fun podcast. Um, So this week, we wanted to talk a little bit about questioning the idea and the notion that you should be grateful for something, in particular, that you should be grateful for your job. And so I think oftentimes we're kind of given the idea that gratitude is something that we should always be working toward. But I think we wanted to talk about this in particular because I mean, we get to decide whether or not we're grateful for something. And when we're adding that layer of should, like I should be grateful, I think inherently that adds some sort of pressure and resistance that takes you out of the very thing that you're telling yourself that you need to feel grateful. You need to feel the certain way, right? Um, And oftentimes, the reason why we're shooting ourselves into gratitude is because we're trying to like replace a certain emotion that we're currently feeling. So it's almost like we're like spiritually bypassing or just like trying to cover up our current emotions in that experience in order to just like silver lining or like just tack a positive thought or feeling on top of it. And that never really works for us. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I don't think I've, been on Instagram like a single week in the last like I don't know how many years without coming across some sort of inspirational quote about like gratitude or even like walking down the throw pillow aisle in Target which I love (laughs) because I am a big fan of throw pillows like there's always like a bunch of throw pillows about gratitude and again like there's nothing wrong with gratitude it's a lovely emotion but I definitely agree with you I think that's like a little bit of that notion of A, if you want to be kind of a more enlightened and more mindful person, you need to feel grateful most of the time, which is a lot of pressure. Um, And also, again, yeah, if you have some sort of emotion that isn't particularly pleasant in the moment, the way out of it is by like trying to replace it with gratitude or like layer a thick, (laughs) like a thick layer of gratitude on top of it. Um, And it's just complete. It makes it feel so much worse. Like for anyone who has ever tried to force themselves into gratitude, (laughs) it really feels terrible. Like you end up resenting the thing that you're trying to be grateful for more than actually like cultivating thankfulness for it. Yeah. And I don't think that we're saying that anything's wrong with the emotion of gratitude or cultivating gratitude when it's intentional and purposeful. But I think what we're wanting to do here is just question the notion that like you should be grateful. So the part of it that we're looking at is like that should part, because oftentimes the way people will use it is like, I'm having a bad day at work, but I should be grateful for this job. I should be grateful for this paycheck. I should be grateful for these benefits. But like, should you really be grateful? Like do humans always need to be grateful for everything in their lives all the time? 
Right. I think I have also like in my life pressured myself so much into trying to be grateful because I would think I would have this like very messed up idea that I'm somehow wasting my time or wasting my life if I'm not being grateful. Like, I think I would actually have heard that from my family too, like in the past, you know, whenever you go through hard times, they would say things like, you know, that's why you should appreciate everything. And then it was like sort of ingrained in me that I'm like, if I'm not appreciating things, I'm like being wasteful somehow. And if things aren't particularly quote unquote hard, which is who is to say what's hard and what's not, that's so subjective and individual. But like, I would pressure myself like, okay, nothing major has happened. So therefore I need to be very grateful, but that's just like, so, so unpleasant and so much pressure on you. It like takes it away from the very thing that you're trying to cultivate, which is like love and understanding and connection and gratitude, which all feels so good. And instead we just like layer on so much shame and judgment, especially with this like moral framework that gratitude is always inherently better. And that's what we should always be striving for. And I think what that does is it kind of just like mutes our human experience of some days, just having a bad day and some days just not enjoying what we're doing. And some days, you know, just not wanting to be happy or look on the bright side. And that part of our human experience is okay. And is also allowed. We don't always just have to strive to, you know, this toxic positivity version of how we're supposed to be showing up all the time. And I think shooting ourselves into gratitude is one way that we really do reinforce those ideas that we're supposed to be positive and we're supposed to just be happy for everything. And if that's the case, then what happens in those times when we truly aren't feeling happy in that moment, we aren't grateful for the experience that we're going through. Yeah, exactly. I think exactly what you just said, like there's this implicit judgment of other emotions in this like forced gratitude. Like the assumption there is gratitude better, you know, whatever else you're experiencing, whether it's anger or sadness or something else, that's worse. So like one is good, one is bad, and you need to be working towards the good one. Um, And that's just obviously first inaccurate and second, completely unhelpful for having like a a good and, you know, fulfilling human experience. Yeah. Just letting yourself kind of be how you are and taking some of that pressure off. And whenever we like are willing to just take the pressure off and just let ourselves be, that actually feels better ironically than like forced shooting ourselves (laughs) into, uh, into gratitude. Um, And what we were talking about a little bit before we started recording this podcast was that shooting ourselves into being grateful for our job or our paycheck or the benefits that the company gives us or whatever kind of mitigates the fact that, hey, we're in a two-way relationship with our employers when you're an employee, right? Like you've signed a contract, you're both kind of upholding your ends of a contract and when we are telling ourselves that we should feel grateful for it, it's almost like we're excluding the part of it that we're contributing. Like we go to work, we show up, we, you know, demonstrate our strengths and we like use our brain power to get things done at work. And so it's like totally eliminating the part that we're contributing for. And it's just like, almost buying into this capitalistic system of, well, my work is giving to me, I actually don't have any power or choice here. My options are limited. And now I just need to be happy with what it's been offered. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm showing up to work. Things are being given to me. I need to be grateful for them. Um, And I like I can't help but notice how also like gendered this is and how much of that messaging for gratitude and thankfulness is directed towards women and people in other marginalized identities. It's I've I have seen very few quotes and like products directed at men that just say like you should be grateful for xyz it's always like you've deserved this or you go fight for this like the messaging for men is very different but for women and for like people in marginalized identities it's like in your relationship you should be grateful in your life you should be grateful again like the assumption there is first don't ask for too much more (laughs) you know be happy with what you're given and second just ignore your own contributions. Like in, if in your relationship, you're supposed to be grateful, just ignore the fact that you're contributing a lot to the relationship too. Um, and only be grateful for what your partner is doing and for what you're receiving. Totally. It's a way of keeping your you small and limiting your own realm and scope of power and control in society in a way, right? Because like you said, if it's like, if it's being given to you and it's something that you should just be grateful for, then what? There's not a lot of room for you to now explore or try something new or take up more space in um, whatever capacities that you want to be kind of showing up for. And so you just kind of like, keep playing out that hamster wheel of keep going to that same job, keep making that same paycheck, keep going to those same benefits. And there's no room to like question, well, what if I want more? (laughs) Where, where does that come from? Where can I, um, where do I make space for that part of it? Yeah. And it also like helps keep you like a little bit sort of lose sight of, of your own abilities and of your own contributions. Like, that's why I've had a lot of like conversations with um, clients and with other like sort of fellow, um, you know, friends and other women who are always like, well, I don't know if I did enough. Like all of this is sort of all tied together in my mind. Like, am I doing enough? What if I didn't do enough? What if like, I don't know, I'm not being appreciative. And I mean, like sort of is very, the two sides of the same coin, like the forced gratitude comes with, I'm clearly not giving enough. So I need to be extra grateful for what I'm getting. Yeah. Extra grateful for what I'm getting and just be like happy with it because this is all that's available for me. And clearly I wasn't like worth it in the first place. It like magically happened when it fell into my lap and now I just need to be happy for it. It just totally discounts the work and effort um, and capacities that you have and how you've already created whatever it is in your life, like your job, your paycheck or things like that. It's like, I sometimes when I'm talking or coaching my clients on this, sometimes they act like their jobs were just like handed to them on a golden platter. It's so interesting. I'm like, no, but you weren't just like walking down the street one day and someone was just handing out free jobs and they just gave you a job, right? It's like, you got the education, you got the skills, you got um, what was necessary. And then you did the work to apply and then you show up at work, right? There's so much more that goes into it. That's not just someone handing things out for free that you just like happen to be on the right street at that time when they were giving that up. <laughs> like just like the way people hand out flyers on corners, like exactly. out like job uh, offers. <laughs> <laughs> job contracts, sign job contracts, right? But that's sometimes I think how we act. And, and I think this notion of shooting ourselves into being grateful kind of plays into that a little bit. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I 
from a, just a little bit of personal experience, I've like had to work through a lot of that in my life, in my relationship, actually, like not about job, but it, because I've come, I come from sort of a super patriarchal society, I mean, don't we all, but like, <laughs> I feel like in Bulgaria, it's kind of like ramped up even more <laughs> than it is like here <laughs> in the US and like North America. Um, and so I've seen some like really, really te- terrible templates for what a relationship like a heterosexual relationship um cisgendered and all of, all of those things like needs to look like and it's usually like women put up with so much and because then I was in a really like a significantly <laughs> much much healthier relationship and like my husband is wonderful and amazing I've never like this is nothing that ever has come from him but I've always been like well what did I do to deserve such an amazing husband? Like people have such shitty husbands <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I must be super grateful for this, which I honestly am. Of course I am. But like, I was completely discounting the fact that I'm an amazing freaking wife too. <laughs> like why, why am I trying to play this as like, I'm doing nothing to deserve this. He's just amazing. Like, no, we're both amazing. And we've built this relationship together. And I was like, just completely ignoring my part in it. Totally. And there's this element of like deserving as if that is something that like comes into play. Like we know based on the foundation of our society that we don't live in a meritocracy. It's not like people only get things they deserve all the time. That's not how it works, right? There's oppressive structures that like are in play that, you know, make things more challenging for people of various identities. And so it's so funny when we start to conflate the idea of deserving and shoulding as if those things go hand in hand when really that's totally not how our society works. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like this is for sure. Like so many things are clicking in my brain. I'm like, yes, this is all so connected. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. Like this idea too, of like a meritocracy is really messed up. Like when it ignores obviously all of the structures of oppression, because then it makes people who are in marginalized identities think well if it is a meritocracy then I must have just not been good enough as opposed to like all of these extra layers of things in front of me that I've had to overcome or this is all that I'm good enough for kind of thing which totally limits you and your capacity for what you actually want to create and achieve in your life yeah both of those things yeah for sure so yeah for sure like conclusion in my head is like shooting first of all, never helpful, whether it's about gratitude (laughs) or anything else. Every time you have like a should or I need to, or some version of that, like in your head, just be very mindful of that. And like, be very curious about like where it's coming from and question it, just question it. Like, we're not saying like, do one thing. We're not going to add another should. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We're never here to tell you what you should do. Right. There really isn't anything you should do. Right. This work of like questioning your beliefs is always about bringing yourself back to being the authority of your own life and the decider of your own life. And that starts by just like examining, like you said, Maria, where the shoulds are even coming from. And also like, I love this question, like who benefits when I should myself in this way? Like who, is it me that's benefiting or are there other, you know, systems outside of me that are reinforcing these belief systems? So of course they want to keep me shooting myself in the same way. Yes. I love that. It's called kind of almost like we're 
quote unquote gaslighting ourselves because <laughs> we're like, I shouldn't be experiencing X, I should be experiencing Y. Well, like, who says who? Like, why? Why? Why have we decided one is better than the other? Like, all of those questions. Just be very curious. Yeah, and just start to like, yeah, see how it plays out for you. Because I know for myself, whenever I have that layer of should it immediately feels terrible. Like it just feels like so much anxiety and pressure and judgment and shame that I'm like creating and cultivating for myself. Right. So like how you can begin to almost like liberate yourself or like liberate your mind is by like questioning that system, questioning that belief, not simply accepting it as a truth or fact of your life. That's where you get the space in order to decide on purpose and with intention, like how you actually want to show up in that moment. And hey, sometimes it is that you want to feel grateful and that is amazing and incredible. And that is totally allowed. Like we're never here to tell you not to feel grateful. And like, I mean, gratitude can be a beautiful, empowering, like compassionate, like loving practice for ourselves and our lives and our loved ones, of course. But it's just like noticing if you're using that practice against yourself and it's like not actually creating the results that you want to have in your life. Yeah. Just always be sort of trust yourself, like be in tune with what actually is happening when you think a certain thing. And usually in my experience, when I like have a should somewhere, I'm producing the exact opposite for myself. When I'm like, I should be grateful that I like I'm producing a bunch of resentment for myself. You know, usually that's what happens. (laughs) Totally. So good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for this discussion today. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, everyone, it's Maria. I am a burnout coach for professional women, and I work with high achieving perfectionists who want to heal burnout so that they can take a step back and enjoy their lives without sacrificing their success. To work with me one-on-one, you can go to my website, which is restovergrind.com and book a free consult call. You can also follow me on Instagram at rest underscore over underscore grind or on LinkedIn under restovergrind LLC. Hey everyone, Natasha here. I'm a money mindset coach. I work with women who want to shift their beliefs around money and wealth so they can finally leave the drama behind and focus on actually doing the work they love to do. I work with two different types of clients, employees who want to make more money at work or entrepreneurs who want to earn more in their business. And I teach people how to love the process of earning and creating more because it really is possible for money to be easy and fun. So let me show you how. You can find me on my website at natashatakesti.com or on Instagram at natashatakesti. We'll see you there.